Welcome. I'm Antonio Baldovinos on my podcast called Impacting Leaders. My goal is to add value to your life and speak to you about all things pertaining to leadership. We are experiencing a systematic shift, a fundamental change happening in our culture. More technological advancements have happened in the last 40 years than in all human history. More than 6,000 years of human history, this has never, ever happened before. Knowledge, think about this for a second. Knowledge currently doubles about every 12 months, but soon... Knowledge will double every 12 hours. That is crazy. That's insane. Today, I want to talk to you on this episode. I want to talk to you about understanding media and communication. Until 1900, knowledge doubled. Like I said, knowledge doubled every every century. No, I haven't said that. But it used to double every century. By the end of World War II, knowledge was doubling every 25 years and today on average knowledge is doubling every 12 months and according to IBM internet technology will lead the doubling of knowledge every 12 hours that's crazy and one of the things online the online world has really changed everything it has changed the scope that we look at things the way we communicate the way we receive information the way we give information Everything is changing. And even self-education online is changing every single day. It's billions of dollars industry, and it's only increasing every single day. There's an earthquake happening right now over this issue. It, In my opinion, it's the greatest information age and media industry in history. Now, this is both positive and negative. Now, Every generation has changes called life cycles, but this generation has dramatic changes happening right before their eyes all the time. It's like every single day something crazy is happening. Now, I grew up before the internet. I know it's dating me a little bit, but I grew up not having my own smartphone, my own iPad, my own iTunes. I I didn't grow up with multiple screens. I grew up with one TV in the family room. Now, my parents didn't want a bunch of TVs. Maybe they could afford it, but they didn't want a bunch of TVs, a bunch of screens uh, on every room. I remember when I even asked my parents, me and my brother, for having a TV in our room so that we could play some video games. They said no. So we had one one TV in the family room that the family would uh, use together all the time. Now, I think some things were great on it, accountability. Also, you weren't always on the screen. I see a lot of people just on their phones, on the screens, me, me as well. When everyone's together, when people are around you and you're always on your phone, it can really become an addiction. But I came, I grew up without that even close to normal. Today, it's normal that a three-year-old would have an iPhone and play with their, you know, play with their iPhone and be entertained that way. Like, I didn't even come close to that. I remember when my dad, who was an architect, had to get training so that he could actually draw, because he's an architect, he could draw. He, he actually learned mid, 
you know, I think he was in his 50s when he learned, he went to school, he went back to training so that he could become an architect and do do uh, all his drawings on, on, a, on a screen. So he removed the pencil and the ruler and the paper and the eraser because I remember that. I used to go to his office and see that all the time. And then all of a sudden, he has a screen now on his desk and he has got a computer. And he brought that home as well. And I remember the first time he brought the internet and you would hear that the dial-up, you know? And I remember that. So I grew up right in that transitional time when when we were just getting the internet. I think I was like 17 or 18 years old when I first saw that. Now, he's the only one that had the computer in the house. There was no laptops, there's no iPads, there's no iPhones. There's one screen and then his computer screen and that was it. And he's working on it so you couldn't really touch it. And I remember even writing letters. I mean, this was before emails. I, I knew how to write a letter. I knew how to mail it. I knew how to where the, the postage stamp would go. My oldest son, who's 20 years old, just recently, a few months ago, asked me if I could help him put the name, the address, the zip code on a letter and where to put his home address on the letter. Like, I was literally shocked like no way this can't actually be real but he grew up all of his life on the iphone and seeing computers and seeing all this stuff he didn't write letters like people don't even know how to write their their handwritings are is terrible because they're really learning how to write and read on a computer screen and i think this is a big shock and it has so many implications both positive and negative you see, every two to three hundred years, there's a cultural upheaval of dramatic shift. And things are changing right before our eyes all of the time. If you look at Western civilization over the last 200 years, there was an age of enlightenment, age of reason, the Industrial Revolution. A couple hundred years before that, there was the European Renaissance, the Protestant Reformation. And there are times in history that reorder the way society functions. We're living in that right now. If you look at North America since its inception, we have been formulated and impacted by the age of enlightenment and the age of reason. This product has created science, reason, and logic. But now, right now, currently, we are in the information age and the media age. And I think this is very good. As we can get all of our information, all the things that we want, we can get it out there faster. We can get it out there better. We can reach as many people as we want. We can even make it easier. Nothing, as far as communication is concerned, nothing has ever been so easy. We can also, at the exact same time, we can do great damage to people. We can hurt people. We can confuse people. With information, you not only have good information going out, but you also have bad information. I mean, people can literally hurt people from the internet. They can connect to people uh, and hurt other people by connecting with other people. Like, it's also really, really dangerous. And there's so many messages that are going out right now. I heard someone recently say, say this, my truth and your truth. They weren't even arguing. They just said, you know, my truth is this and your truth is that. So now we don't even have a standard of truth, but what we have is many truth based on our own opinion and based on our own experiencing. I think that's crazy. And it's all based 
uh, that that information, that thought process, that worldview comes from the internet. Now, I don't mean to get too deep here. I don't want to. Now, I'm definitely not going political, but I am shocked by some things that I'm learning. Let me explain where I'm coming from because this is recent knowledge, recent study, and I I'm kind of bugged by some things. Because public communication, in my opinion, is one of the most influential things that society can have, particular the media outlets of varying kinds. Although media has always shaped history, never before have we had the accessibility and the bombardment of voices and opinions that we have in our day. We are seeing the massive effects of this access to information right before our eyes. So it goes without saying, that whoever has the platform, listen carefully, whoever has the platform to release information has a great ability to influence society, to influence culture. Now, the platforms that I'm talking about, the media outlets that I'm talking about are, are shifting and changing and shaping aspects of a nation, most of them, most of society. But I, want to, I would go further to also say it's one of the most in, important aspects of a generation, our generation. Think about it. When a nation has a riot, the people run to media to find out what's going on. When there's a, cue, a coup going on, where do they go? They go to the media. What's going on? What's going on? When two political parties are competing, what do you do? You watch it online or you watch it on TV. You watch the debates. You figure out what's happening. And then you, 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 you find out, you know, and you, where do you find out? You run the media. Who's winning or who eventually wins? Media defines culture. It's not just information, but can dictate and direct the way society goes. When you hear media, you might be thinking traditional media outlets. Now, if you're older, you're going to think like this. You're going to think about cable television. I just heard about a dad who was bringing his son to his college dorm. And when he brought him in, he's like, oh, we can put the TV over here and, you know, I'll call the cable and get it get it hooked up for you. And the son said, uh, I don't need the TV and I don't need cable. He's like, what are you talking about? You don't need cable. What are you talking about? You don't need TV. He goes, no, I just I'll just watch it on my laptop. You know, that makes perfect sense to him. Like, what do you mean? We're going to definitely get cable for you. I'll pay for it. And the son said, no, 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 I don't need it. Save your money. He's like, well, what about a landline? We'll get you a landline. He's like, no, I don't need a landline. I just use my cell phone. You can just call me then. Like the older generation still thinking about some things that the younger generation is way past. They're not even connected to cable television. Like when the older generation is watching TV or getting their news, they're thinking about CNN and Fox News and CNBC and so on. And although there, there's a place for this, I, I you know, I, of course there is. I, I'm still watching it, but I'm not actually watching it on a TV. I'm not watching it through cable. I'm actually watching it on YouTube. And now we have other outlets that the next generation is actually getting their news from and giving out their news. And by that, I mean social media. That's the new platform, and that's how everyone is digesting the content. Think about it. The older generation thinks CNN, Fox News, ABC, NCNBC, those are the channels. But no, Facebook is a channel. Instagram is a channel. Google is a channel. Twitter is a channel. 
YouTube is a channel. And I would also suggest now podcast is a new medium for getting communication out there. It's where people are receiving their news, their education, their connection to the outside world. It's where ads are going. And these big tech companies have blossomed to become a powerhouse. And they own so much of the world's media and communication. They're really dictating how society goes. Think about this. I just learned this last night. Google has over 100,000 employees worldwide. 100,000 people work for Google. A search engine or Facebook. They have 35,000 employees. That's crazy. Like 135,000 people just in those two places. That's not including YouTube. That's not including Instagram or Snapchat or LinkedIn or LinkedIn or, you know, there's so many Pinterest. There's so many ways to communicate now. And social media is not just where we put up our pictures or our story or our stories. It's where people are ingesting their news and of course selling things. It's a powerful force. They also know a lot of people with per, with their personal information. And why do you think this actually matters? Why am I even bringing it up? Because they know these these uh, tech companies, they know how to sell you a product and what you're interested in. In fact, they know more about you than the governments know about you. They know a lot. They know tons. Social media is not just a platform for talking about your life or your family or selling products or telling them about your next event or your business or things like that. No, it's much more than that. I want to add something that I'm really concerned about that I just learned about last night. It's about free speech. The Federal Trade Commission just fined Facebook the largest ever imposed fine of $5 billion earlier this year. I think it was in April. And that was just a slap in the hand. That was nothing compared to the amount of money. In fact, that was 9% of Facebook's annual income. Like 9%. That's nothing. They just gave them a slap in the hand. It really didn't affect Facebook. They're going to continue on in this. They are improperly accessing the data. This is what, what happened. They were accused of this and guilty. They were improperly, they improperly accessed the data of 87 million Facebook users. They are using their platform in the name of hate speech and they're removing and, and, and taking down conservative viewpoints and information from their platforms. Google also just testified before the U.S. House Judiciary Committee and I just don't like what's going on. I hate it. They they are obviously, like without, without even remorse, they are actually re uh, censoring what can go up. And most of the people are from, you know, they're, they're, they're just, uh, they don't like the content that's going on. They're not conservative. So they're, they're censoring the content and they're removing it in the name of hate speech. And these big tech companies are supposed to allow free speech. It's not like just because it's their company, they can dictate the, the way information is going out. No, because they are actually protected by the government to give them the freedom based on this trust that they're actually supposed to be a, a platform to allow free speech, but they're not. They're actually censoring the content. They're taking stuff down. They're removing it or putting it at the lowest way that no one would actually see it. It's not made visible. 
Google is doing this, Facebook is doing this, Instagram is doing this, YouTube is doing this. This bothers me because they shouldn't be allowed the freedom to do that. Everyone should be able to put up the stuff and, in, and, and, and everyone should be able to see it, of course, with the algorithms and all that stuff, but they're really uh, censoring the stuff that should not be uh, removed or put at the bottom of the pile, if you will. And I hope that this gets settled quickly. Now, I highly doubt this. I don't see it happening. I don't see it changing. But I believe that they're going to be pushed even more, more and more, because people are speaking up. People are going to be talking about this. They're going to be going, going to the govern, governments and bringing this up. And I strongly believe in these mediums. They're powerful in the way of not just today, but they create tomorrow. It's the voice of our time. It's your personal voice reaching the masses too. There is 7 billion people on earth. I think the statistics are that almost 3 billion people are on Facebook. That's amazing. So there, think about this. There's about th over 300 million people, almost 400 million people in the U.S. And there's over 30 million people in Canada. And even if you reach them all, you're barely scratching the surface. So the question is, to understand media and to understand communication that's happening right now, how do you reach the masses? How do you be, how, how do you get through all the noise? How do you how are you able to speak more and clear and and reach more people? The answer is this. Because the issue is about attention. You're actually fighting for people's attention, not just the algorithms or conservative viewpoints or you know, you know, liberal viewpoints. No, it's actually more than that. How do you reach the masses? The actual answer is volume. Volume, volume, volume. You got to be putting out more content all the time. And it has to be good content, clear content. And you have to be able to give that content for free. And millions of people can access this information. It's at their fingertips, literally at their fingertips. So the person or the company or the business or the ministry or the nonprofit who actually gets their information out more and more and more is actually reaching more and more people because we're really fighting for people's attention. Think about this. Every 60 seconds, 452,000 tweets are going out. Every 60 seconds. And that's actually not one of the main ways the communication is going out. Twitter is not one of the highest. So that's crazy. That's amazing. So if you really want to reach people, if you really want to get your products out there, if you really want your voice to be heard, then you have to create more content. You should pick a maximum of three platforms, focus in on them, and whatever your product or whatever your event, whatever your things or your business or your church or your ministry, or whatever the things that you're wanting to get out there, create a lot of content. Create valuable content and give it away because what that will do is you're actually gonna create a tribe, a following, a connection, and they're going to like your content. They're going to keep coming back for your content. And then you're eventually, see, I read a book by Gary Vaynerchuk called Jab, Jab, Right Hook. And this changed my perspective. This really taught me a lot because people are really looking for content. What's in it for me? What, how can I grow? How can I learn something new? And so if you, the more you give away, the more you, connection you have with people, then eventually, so that's a jab, jab, then eventually you're going to ask them, you're going to invite them, you're going to connect with them, you're going to, you know, because what, what, what many people do 
especially old school, they put out their event, they put out their poster, they put out their book, they're, they're selling, and that they think that's it. That's not it. You have to give away content and eventually you ask them to buy your book. Eventually you invite them to buy your product or to come to your event and so on. But first you have to give away content. Give, 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 then eventually ask. And I'm really just scratching the surface on this issue. But I really believe the impact of tomorrow is actually based on understanding and growing because communication, like I said when I started, that information is doubling every 12 months, but it's going to double every 12, 12 hours. So this is, we're, we're just starting. We're just scratching the surface. Every 12 hours, information is going to double. So the more content you can give away, the more connection you can have with the masses and the more attention that you're going to have in this medium. And I highly recommend this should become your focus in whatever business, in whatever uh, nonprofit or church or organization that you're in, that you focus your attention on giving away content. And I'm so excited about this stuff. I like, I love it. I want to learn. I want to grow in it. And I'm always going to be fluid in it. I'm even when you understand a, you know, Facebook or you understand Instagram or social media or whatever that is, don't get stuck there because it's going to be changing. Even it could change in the next three months. It could change in the next six months, or there could be another platform that's added. And I, and I want to be growing. I want to be learning. I want to encourage you. Get, go, get learning now. Start putting out content right now all the time as much as you possibly can. And in the future, I want to tackle more of this content, tackle more of this issue. I like talking about this stuff. I like learning about this stuff. And I want to help you. I want to help you grow in this capacity of, of media and the media age that we're in, the information age, and how you can grow better and better. If you know, if you like this stuff, you like uh, for me to even jump on this more, I would love, 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 love to hear from you. So please email me at support at impactingleaders.org. Support at impactingleaders.org. Would love to hear from you or any other content you would love to hear from me. I would love to tackle that as well. So make sure that you sign up, subscribe to our podcast, give us your feedback, put up some stars up there. Greatly appreciate it. So thank you so much. And I look forward to sharing more with you in the future.